You're listening to Supporting Siblings, where we share the experiences of our not-so-typical life as a brother and sister of individuals impacted by developmental disabilities. Here are your hosts, Larry and Laura. Hi, John. Hi, Larry. How are you? (laughs) I guess he's doing pretty good. Yeah. What are you playing? Skip all. Oh. I got to say it the right way. It's quarter two here. Uh-huh. <laughs> two minutes to midnight here, John. It's quarter <laughs> one there. <laughs> I'm in the studio. What time is it always? It's midnight. Uh-huh. John. John. What card game are you playing? Oh. 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 Skip bo bo Sam, what kind of car do I have? I Chevy Miller. What is that? A Chevy The first time you ever did that, I cracked up super hard. I'm like, what? Oh my gosh. Have a good news, Laura. I'm going to share it with you in a minute. Yeah. Are you recording, Larry? Yes, I am. Oh, John, I have good news. What's that? Finally, today, the governor of New York State, Andrew Cuomo, got on his press conference and said that group home visitations can resume on Friday. Yes. 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 Isn't that good news? Oh my gosh. So I don't know I don't know if I'm gonna be able to bring you back here. We have to see we have to give the agencies a little time to come to grips with new regulations and all that. But what did I promise <laughs> What did I <laughs> What did I promise you? What did I promise you? Come on overnight. Well, that's when you can come to my house. But first what did I say we would do in your backyard? Pizza party. Pizza party. Pizza party. <laughs> what, honey? Are group homes reopened? Well, on Friday, they said we can start to visit. So I'm sure Cindy, your your manager, and Debbie, and Jeanette are all going to work on what that's going to look like. And when I, like what, when I come over, we probably have to wear masks. Still, and maybe we can just sit outside and have some pizza and have a nice day in your backyard. Okay. How does that sound? It's a good start. It's a good start. It's not the best yet. They still have, I don't know if, what that means for you being able to come over for a, to my house for a visit, but I know that I can visit you. So I'm waiting to hear now what they what they're having to say. So now I can come and visit you. And I can go and visit Billy. Okay. Okay. And that Finally. means I'll be able to hang out with you when uh, when okay. I'm up there too. Yep. <laughs> okay. Maybe by July things will be a little bit different, but at least we'll know that I can come over there. Okay. How's that sound? Oh, awesome. Yes. Finally. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that was John. the best reaction, John. I, I love know, it. it I've been great. waiting to 
waiting and waiting and waiting to deliver that news to you. I've been watching every single day, but I want to give a shout out to, you know, First of all, parents across New York State, parents and families, um, you know, obviously our parents aren't here, but the care of John and Billy is, is under our guardianship. And, you know, so families across New York State have said enough that we need to see our family members and it's beneficial for their mental health and their overall well-being that some of these individuals haven't seen their family. Like, I really haven't seen Billy. Yes, we have tried to FaceTime, but that's very difficult for Billy. John, you're much more well able and capable to FaceTime, and that's good. And we've been able to do that, and that's been a very good thing. Because imagine, I keep remember I kept saying, imagine if we couldn't do that, how difficult it would be. But, you know, families in, across New York State. I, I know, yeah, Sunday's right. Father's Day. I know. And, you know, so also want to give a shout out to um, some very, you know, dear friends and family members who have, you know, joined on this, um, you know, rally to put some pressure on the governor and OPWDB to get this um, approved so that we can start seeing our family members. But this has been a very difficult um, challenging yeah. time for everybody and we realize that and we don't want to do things you know initially when these restrictions were placed I supported them and said you know we needed to be careful until more um, information came out about the um, <clears throat> you hear us yeah oh, yeah. yeah I was just uh, switching microphones myself I'm oh. sorry go ahead okay uh, but initially, when when this when the virus came out, John, we had to be very careful <clears throat> about not getting each other sick, and and I supported those decisions because, you know, we didn't know we were we were traveling into an area of great unknown, and you know, as time has gone on and some restrictions have been lifted for the general public, I couldn't understand why they weren't oh, wow. allowing visitation <laughs> with us. Or with you, you know, and it just has become very trying. And and I miss hanging out with John John, and I miss hanging out with Billy, and just being able to go and pop over for visits and having you come over here. It's been so hard, and I haven't been able to hug you, I haven't been able to touch you, and it just has been so hard. Well, it's nice to see that we finally got a response out of New York State. Yes. Um, because I know you you had reached out by email, and mm -hmm. we're getting kind of like a can, mm -hmm. kind of a canned response. And John, John, you too. What did you do? Who did you call? Governor. Yeah. yeah what did sure Governor who? Cuomo. Yep. Yeah. What'd you say? I won't go to my sister's overnight. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you left a message. What did you say? Message. What was your What was your full message? My name is. My name is John. I'm in the group home, and I won't go to my sister's overnight. Yep. Very good. Excellent. And I was so proud of you for using your own voice and saying, "Hey, you know what? You forgot about me. I want to go to my sister." And you did an excellent job at at. We call that advocating for yourself and standing up and using your voice and saying, hey, I want to go to my sister. 
Yeah. Now we haven't gotten everything we wanted yet. We haven't. I, I don't know what this means as far as you visiting me, but I know that I can come now to visit you. Okay. So for some reason, I don't know. I'll be in the game. Yeah. We got to pause a second. Just pause. I got to pause recording. Hang on. Okay. I know. Yeah. I don't know what happened, but. My other microphone had a terrible hum, and I i guess I'm showing up in the main. I'm just not. Okay. All right. We're fine. Back at it, John. What did you just say? I finally can see my family. Yes. That's right. You can finally see your family. <laughs> I know. I don't know if you can hear that or not. Probably not. John, did you hear that cheering? Did you hear the uh, the applause? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> John, I'm so glad that you're you know you're going to be able to that I'll finally be able to come and see you. Oh it's yeah. Been a long haul. Yeah, John. I know. I've, we've been FaceTiming a lot, and I've seen you in the same position in the house, and my, our hearts are broken for you. But at least, uh, boy, oh boy, did our, did we time our trip good to California or what, John? John? No. Because as soon as uh, we got back, everything was pretty much yeah. shot, and I'm very thankful truth. we got to do that. Or you didn't get stranded out there, you know? Yeah, or that too, right? <laughs> Can you imagine, John, getting stranded in California? No. I can't imagine. <laughs> There's a little part of me that thinks you probably wouldn't have cared. Yeah, right. I think you would have been a little happy. Yeah, definitely. What else, John? So, what else would you like to share about this whole thing? Oh, he's in the middle. Of, he's um, got skip poke cartoons. <laughs> um, John, are you multitasking? No. Oh, no. No. Oh boy, he oh, wants yeah. the right girlfriend. Well, okay. now that quarantine's lifted a little bit, and you can have visitors, I don't know what. Then, what have I told you about the girlfriend thing? Annoying. <laughs> 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 well, yeah, sort of. I'm, girls are annoying. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, this is John. John real. I know yeah. it's great. Let, let me no. refresh your memory of the appropriate answer I gave you. Remember, I said I can help you with a lot of things, but your love life is not one of them. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you about the girlfriend thing. I can't, you know, I'm uh, not a matchmaker. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Is that okay? Yeah. Okay, because I I don't know what to tell you about the girlfriend thing. That's that's kind of on you there, brother. <laughs> you gotta yeah. when you get when you're out in public, you know that's on you. <laughs> but, uh, what else? What has been? I'll do my girls? best there, John. But they're too expensive. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's what Vince says about girls. They're too expensive. Oh, my brother. <laughs> oh, I know you've talked to a lot of people and. Um, been talking to Uncle Marty, and he sent you something really cool, John. You want to it. talk about it? Yeah. What did What did you get? Uncle Marty Moses. 
Uncle, Mar- Uncle Marty <laughs> and his old dog Moses. Yeah. John, what is today? Do you know? Um. June sixteenth. What is it? Uncle Marty's birthday. It's Uncle Marty's birthday. Yes. yes. I'll be giving yeah, him a call have- shortly after this. Same. Yeah. Uncle Marty's birthday. That's yeah, right. today's Uncle Marty's birthday. How old is he? I don't remember. 64. 64. Wow. Eight years younger than mom. I know Uncle Larry, uh, Uncle Larry's 70, 70 this year. Turning 70 next month, yep. Yeah. The big 7 Oh, yeah. Yeah, make John, sure you should people... get the puzzle done there, John, and um, FaceTime with Uncle Mao and show it to him. A lot of people are having decade birthdays this year. How old did I just turn? 50. <laughs> <laughs> and how old am I right now, John? 50. <laughs> how is it, John? Wait a minute. Let's talk about that a minute. Larry and I are the same age right now. So when? Till August. Till yeah. August. Yeah, we're the same. We're, we won't. We're, no, 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 I can't talk. We are what you call Irish twins. Uh-huh. You know, it's funny, I brought that up at uh, cardiac rehab the other day, and a couple of the nurses that are, um, you know, Tennessee natives, they'd never heard that term before. They're like, what's that? Uh-huh. <laughs> Maybe that's just a little more popular in the Catholic areas of the country, <laughs> that term, I don't know, but there's not, uh, there's maybe two Catholic church and churches here in the whole city, so down here you have the Baptist, and I think maybe that could be... Um, Catholic joke, maybe. <laughs> maybe, might be. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> We're sort of twins. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. John, I'm so I was so thrilled with this news today. That's right. This is awesome, John. I know you've yeah. been uh, getting frustrated as of late. It's been very hard to. He's you know, playing cards. You, I know. <laughs> He's playing cards. I hear, <laughs> I can hear the card shuffling, John, in the background. It's great. No, you're fine. I, I Go ahead. That... You can do your thing. I know it's your dayhab time, kind of. Yeah. Are you still having in-home dayhab? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I know that you have. It's been very hard to hear you. You know your your um, desperation in your voice, saying, "I just want to see my family. I just want to see my family." And it's been really hard to see those tears come from your eyes and genuinely you're you were very sad and i had no and i just had to keep giving you the same answer i don't have an answer yet i don't have an answer yet and it was it was very frustrating extremely extremely how else did you feel john john lonely lonely Lonely. yeah very lonely very hard for me to hear you say i feel so lonely yeah and you know to, to our listeners right now, one thing very um, unique about John, John, even though he has autism, is that, you know, John is a very social individual. Um, you know, oftentimes people with autism can be very antisocial and not want to. Why? Oh, gosh. This is great. <laughs> you're funny. <laughs> John, but you're a social butterfly. Was, yes, you are. He's very social. He's very he craves human contact and um you know that's one thing about him that we have been very blessed with that john loves to hug he loves to 
you know, sit by people and put to put his arm around people. So he's not, you know, standoffish yeah. sometimes, which can happen when individuals have autism. So just really glad that, you know, now we can kind of get back to even just a, a smidge of normal. And the fight's not over yet. Right. Um, you know, that doesn't mean I'm just going to sit down and say, well, you know, this is good enough. It's not. It'll be good enough when you can come and visit with me. And you can come to my house. I know. And to be able to stay overnight and swim and, and do things that everybody else in the world is doing right now. And we understand, you know, there's one thing I want to say. I want to address one thing. is is I've listened to many arguments on this. I've joined a couple of groups on Facebook. And one is called New York State Alliance for Developmental Disabilities. And this was the core group, I believe, of parents that kind of grouped together and united about getting the word out that enough was enough. And there have been some pretty um, influential New York State Congress people, uh, Missy Turner, Mark Molinaro, Chris Jacobs, that have, you know, listened and heard our pleas and taken our um, case, I guess, to the upper um, government, which would be the governor and all that kind of thing. Um, And the press has been, you know, finally grabbed onto it. But I've listened to both sides of the argument where, you know, One of the reasons why this was done and the restrictions were being so difficult is because it is absolutely true that some of these individuals that reside in these homes may have underlying health conditions or comorbidities that um, would create an issue for us to be able to visit. So when I say that Billy's home is much more um, delicate, some of the individuals there are much more delicate and much more susceptible to having a very bad um, experience with this virus. And even Billy, I've been very worried about Billy. Um, Don, you're a little more robust and you, you know, you've had, you're underlying a couple of medical issues, but nothing that I don't, you know, think, I mean, of course we were, you know, let me just say everybody was worried and scared. Especially since we had traveled. I was, you know, I was concerned for a few weeks after, you know, this all unfolded. And that uh, we we were yeah. just in California. We were at LAX. We were at mm-hmm. Oakland Airport, and all over the state as this was unfolding. I was concerned, but John, you yeah. never showed any symptoms. No, no. And you know, so I think one of the things you know, we've listened to some of the individuals who have worked in the you know as direct care professionals in the agencies, and you know, saying that they have done their very best to keep the individuals safe. And we have a debt of gratitude to pay to them because some of these individuals, you know, haven't been able to see their family members because, you know, they have been worried about carrying something to their workplace, which could infect a very vulnerable population. And, and, and that's why I supported the restrictions at first, because I thought this is not good. You can't go around these individuals, but as things began to loosen up and things began, you know, cases began to decline, and I understand we were worried about respikes and that kind of thing, but if we were able to go, you know, my biggest argument was, well, if I can go, like, as of today, I can go get a tattoo. I right. can get my nails done. I can go to TJ Maxx. I can go dine into and a that's restaurant. That's what we were, we were planning on bringing all that up. and Yeah, and, um, you know, saying, like, hey, look, wait a minute. If I can do these things, you know, and, and, and so can the staff that work there, technically, why is it different for us to be able to come and visit? And so we really had to push. So 
some of these lawmakers to say, no, you have to stop lumping them together with nursing homes who are a totally different population and also put the trust in your families that we wouldn't put our family members at risk if we thought that, you know, going to see them or bringing them to us would be a detrimental thing. You know, <clears throat> it's you not go. done out of selfishness. It's, it wasn't done out of not caring and it being about us. It was about them and looking at the entire picture of their mental health. You know, I have sat and wondered and wondered, what is Billy thinking over there? Does he think that I have forgotten him? Does he think that I've abandoned him? And it has torn my guts up. Yeah. And and I don't have an answer for that. And Billy can't express that in any way, shape, or form. But it has broken my heart. And, you know, John, I've not been able to answer your questions. And you have very direct, poignant questions of when can I come over? I'm very lonely. And I, you know, it, this has really been about, yes, we are concerned about their physical health, but we are also concerned about their mental and yeah. emotional health. Right. And so, you know, when I go see Billy, you know, because Billy's home is a little bit more delicate with individuals, it may be, say, let me bring him outside and we'll sit in his backyard so that I'm not around everybody else. And I'm not going to hug all over him and smooch him and, you know, get close enough to him. I'm going to keep my distance, but at least let him see me and let me bring him his stinking McDonald's meal that he loves so much and his milkshake. And John, you know, the step is that we're going to go and, and sit in your backyard and, and have some pizza and enjoy a nice summer day. There you go. Okay. And we're going to get there. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to get there. So this has been, you know, I mean, a, a, a really, they say, you know, that old saying, it takes a village. And it really took a village of people to group together and band together and say, you know, we need to see our families and they need to see us. Because, right. you know, and, and like I said, there were, you know, OPWDG was, I'm not going to lie, I was very frustrated with their lack of transparency. It's been blanket responses of you know we understand your frustration but but yet go to a window or encourage video chatting well that's fine for some individuals but for others like billy i don't it wasn't okay i couldn't you know i kept saying if i go to billy's house and i stand at a doorway and wave to him through a window how is he going to understand that i'm not coming near him when yeah. he jumps up out of that chair and practically runs to me when I go, I can't do that to him. Like, yeah. that would be worse than just staying away. Oh, yeah, you wouldn't understand. And, I, you know, it, it kind of, I think maybe if we try and look, I always try and look for the diamond in the rough of, you know, negative things that happen and th- these kind of things. And we're now introduced to a new way of life and maybe going forward many of us will cherish the moments that we do have with each other more often yeah Yeah. and and maybe learn a lesson that uh every moment is precious every day is precious um when we were just kind of we had entertainment yanked away we had contact yanked away from us and 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 um i think i feel that the pause can be uh there can be a a good benefit from this for people 
to cherish every single moment that we can have together. That's right. You know, when we are together and we are able to be together. John, your facial expressions right now are perfect. Yeah, your thoughts. I know. Coming up in July, I'm going to make an announcement here. Since I'm the technical engineer on this program, we are coming up episodes, our, our upcoming episodes this July, we are going to switch to video. Uh-oh, I mean, that yeah. means I have to look good. That's I right. That's sound. right. You got to shower up, make up, <laughs> yeah. all that. We've been, um, uh, another ministry I'm, I'm heavily involved with here, Sanctuary. We've been doing it for about a month now and outside of a few glitches. Uh, but it really, like uh, sometimes having, I would love to have some of John's facial expressions. I mean, right now, John, we were looking at your ear and your neck. <laughs> And we would have to work on that. There but, you go. Uh, he just once, over. <laughs> once, uh, once uh, we get up there next month, John, we're coming up for a visit, and we're going to record several episodes, and we're going to do it on video. So stay tuned to Supporting Siblings and and uh, watch for the video podcast coming soon. What, John? Sounds like a plan. Sounds, Sounds like, like a plan. plan. <laughs> All right. We're going to incorporate some graphics and video clips and other things um, just to, to open it up a little bit more. And uh, I'm excited again. about doing that. Yeah, there's your ear. <laughs> like right now, John, no backlighting. I'm going to get you set up, and I'm going to work with Greg and show him how to get you fired up so that we can bring you in video-wise and record the video. <laughs> okay. Sounds good. Give me a good one. Sounds like a plan. <laughs> well, anything else, John, you'd like to add about all this? What's with the coronavirus these last couple months? Anything else you'd like to say? Um, <laughs> He's playing Skippo. He's taking sure. his turn. He's taking his turn. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, okay here okay. he is. I'm sorry to see my family. Say that again, honey. Sorry to see my family. Finally can see your family. Yeah. That's the biggest thing. That's the biggest thing. I know. Yeah. This has been tough. Yeah. Well. John, I'm going to give you the biggest hug I can possibly give you when I can finally do that. Yep. We have to get, we're going to give the agency some time to figure out their guidelines and and to communicate that to us, but you are going to get a big hug, and we're going to have pizza from Bella. Save I've some been... for me. <laughs> Save some for me. I'll be up. So bring a, a pizza and wings. Bring a six pack of Pepsi and pizza, and we'll sit outside, and maybe I'll play Skippo with you outside. Do you have a picnic table? No. Yeah. We'll you got a garden going on pitch. there, Greg? Greg, yeah. can you put in a garden? What do you got growing out there, John? No, it's my turn. We got four tomatoes, two green peppers, and three cucumbers. There you and go. Tomatoes, two peppers, and cucumbers. And what and did I, I tell you? And, and what onion. did I tell you I would come over and do when your tomatoes came in? I know we can make. What? Homemade salsa. Yeah. We're going to make salsa. recipe for her salsa. It is so, so good. Aunt Sue's recipe is the best. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's delicious. <laughs> and I'll bring over my canning pot, and we can 
can some for you guys. That sounds great. How's that sound, John? Sounds great. <laughs> so, um, you know, one of the John, things that, <laughs> that happened, I know we've been talking a lot about the family part of this, but um, also school just ended abruptly. And, you know, Laura, with, you know, staying in the guidelines or whatever you need to do, uh, what were, you know, just general reactions of the students with all of this? You know, <clears throat> I think initially the kids were all happy because the school, you know, was closed. And it, at first it seemed like it might be a two-week thing, you know, um, like, oh, we were going to be closed for two weeks and, you know, then we would come back. And, you know, it, I think our, our first initial was, initial date, it was closed till April 15th. Then it was extended to May 1st. Then it was extended to May 15th. And as, John, <laughs> as those extensions, um, you know, kept happening, the kids were getting more and more um, despondent. Okay. And many, many kids were like, you know, I just want to go back to school. I just want to be able to be in the classroom. It was extremely challenging to, you know, do distance learning with some of these kids. And, you know, fair and equitable across the board was, next to impossible because some students didn't have the technical capabilities to join in and <laughs> we have a game um, of skip students... happening here yeah is there game over won. now oh you won okay oh you won so some students didn't have the capabilities they didn't have maybe internet in their homes or a, you know a computer or computer access so you know laptops were loaned out by the schools and you know, which was great, and then you had to figure out how to make it Wi-Fi to be able to get online. Um, so it was a real challenge. Once we found our, I hate this phrase, but the new normal, um, you know, I started, I did Google Meet sessions with my students three times a week, um, and we would do work together while we were on the computer, and I just had to learn kind of, I, I had a, some training in Google Classroom that I attended and learned some ins and outs of Google Classroom. Um, so it's been real challenging. And yesterday was my last Google Meet with the kids. And I told them all, and today I went around and delivered all of their awards and their, um, we do candy awards. So like the M&M's award and the Kittles uh -huh. award and all that kind of stuff. Um, but I told them all yesterday that I would never again walk through the doors of my classroom and take a minute of walking into a building and just opening my classroom door for granted. Wow. Um, yeah. Yeah. It was really hard to, um, you know, I knew that the kids just wanted to come to school, but I knew that it wasn't safe. And even so now we really don't have any idea what it's going to look like in September. I think we need time and the CDC has set forth some guidelines that they want us to try to function under and, you know, so we have to be very careful to not put anyone in danger. But at the same token, these kids need to get back to school. Right. And, um, you know, and, and as much as I kept saying this through the whole pandemic and saying as much as we needed to protect our very vulnerable population, we had to come up with something for our kids. Right. Because, you know, schools across the country, kids were just home and, you know, as, as hard as we tried Distance learning never replaces in-person learning. It never will. Well, you know, those, I'd, those... one thing I'd like to do as we come to the end of this episode here is, 
is uh, invite all of our listeners to um, send us an email with some of your ideas because, um, Laura, when uh, we come up there and do a couple of episodes, we're going to talk about the system and education and mm-hmm. and uh, continue to uh, let, let other people send us a email, visit our website, supportingsiblings.com, and share your stories with us of um, how you all dealt with, uh, w- with the quarantine and and the virus and how it changed your life and any suggestions that you might have to uh, make the system better because sadly it's most likely in a world we live in it's not if and it's when we will have another some kind of pandemic and hopefully Mm -hmm. next time we can we can handle this a little bit better Um, Mm -hmm. we really want to stay out of the politics of this but uh, sadly that involved that was seemed to be involved a little bit uh, certain states handled things way better than other states. But uh, visit SupportingSiblings.com, drop us a note, and then in our upcoming episodes, I, I really want to dig into the system, the education, and uh, where where things can get better. And also, you know, the, um, the agencies uh, are kind of under the guidelines of each state. Every state's different. And mm-hmm. how, uh, how this can be improved, if, if, if there's any way. You know, right, um, I right. don't have a solution as of yet myself, but uh, I have some ideas. And uh, I think maybe next time we can get into that a little bit. And um, so visit SupportingSiblings.com and, and uh, drop us a note. We'd love you to be a part of the show. And and uh, we get any uh, messages between now and our next episode, which will be um, early July, the first week of July. Yeah, um, we will include them and. And uh, share your story and share your ideas. John, your thoughts. Excellent. Excellent. (laughs) John, I just, I can't wait to see you, buddy. I'm just so happy. Yeah. Today today was the first day I didn't feel waking up with frustration in my heart. You know, well, I did wake up with it, but let me correct. Today was the first day. That I had resolution to that frustration. Yeah. And I won't go to bed tonight. I was real happy to hear that. Oh, I saw the article you sent last night that made the local news. It sure did. Channel 2. And then today an announcement comes out. So, um, yep. We're excited for you, John. You're, um, I can't wait to give you a big hug, too. You know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't give a big hug to. Yep. How's Sarah? <clears throat> She's doing good. Tell me about something special you've done for Sarah since you've been home so much. What has Sarah been getting a lot of? Walks. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Pretty much every day, huh? Yeah. Two times a day. Two oh, times a day. Two times yeah. a day. She must have, that's your roommate, Greg, by the way. That was his voice. Hi, yeah. Greg. Hi. Hi, Greg. <laughs> Greg He's is an, an awesome, awesome roommate. roommate. Yeah, I, he really same is. Same thing. You're an awesome dude, Greg. Yep. Whenever Greg we got a, a technical friend. issue, I call Greg and he fixes it. Tell tell everybody what Greg did for you yes or yeah yesterday. I went and picked up your iPad, which had a broken screen, so we had the screen repaired, right? And what yeah. did, what did Greg and Jeanette order you? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> what did we tell you? What? A spare iPad? 
no, no, no. Well, you <laughs> gave me. You. <laughs> yeah, I know what Close. he's thinking. Yeah. He gave me his old iPad, which was also broken. It's just terrible. So yeah. next month, I'm going to see if we can't get that repaired. But what did Greg order you to put on you your iPad? Water jet, projector, and everything for A screen projector. Yeah, Otterbox. Not projector, protector. So protector. He's going to get you a box. It's a new case so that if you. <laughs> if you drop that iPad or anything, it won't shatter. You could throw it like a Frisbee and it'll be all right, John. But don't do that. Just yeah, that don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> no Frisbeeing your iPad. Or using okay. it as a push-off device to stand up. I think that's how you got your screen cracked, right? Yeah. Yeah. He told, yeah. <laughs> he told me he was laying in bed and he went to push to get up and he had his hand on the iPad and he cracked it. Oh, dear. Right? You know? And it cracked, all right. It for sure cracked. So don't go to bed with your electronics, people. <laughs> well, John, okay. I love it that you're on the episodes with us and sharing your feelings and sharing uh, everything, um, how you've been handling all this. It's really nice that you, you're a part of this, brother. I What'd you say? I handled it very well. Yeah. I handled it very well. <laughs> yeah. Done. You're too much. Oh man. Well, all right. Well, the next time we uh, we have an episode, we're all going to be together again, like we were uh, before all this happened, and we're going to knock out a few episodes this time. Going to plan ahead. And next okay. one, we're going to have video, John. Video podcast. You in? Yeah. Going to have to get you a better, uh, different shirt to wear. Yeah, you've always been. What did I tell you the other day about those? <laughs> I said, every time I've seen you on FaceTime, you always have that white T-shirt on. I was like, what are you wearing? Or are you wearing white T-shirts all the time? A better shirt next time? Yeah. Yes, please. Yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I'll fix you better up, shirt. buddy. I got a bunch of shirts I'm bringing you up. Have you clean shaven and yeah. those eyebrows trimmed? And <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Done. <laughs> Ah, uh, well, Lord, great job articulating in the fight you've been taking on there, handling. Uh, you just did a great job engaging with all of the the politics of this up there. And, and I hate that, but I had to. Yeah, oh, good job. <laughs> I hate politics, but I had to get involved, and we had to go to the right people. And, you know, lots of, like I said, lots of support. And if I didn't know what to do, I aligned with people that, could point me in the right direction and it's been um it's been a long haul but john you and billy and every other individual living in a group home you're worth every second of it amen to that thank you you're welcome. all right well again visit us at <laughs> supporting siblings.com great episode and stay in touch with us and again send us your uh your experiences and maybe some suggestions you have on how to improve if this were ever to happen again Sound good, John? John? Sounds good. Sounds good. All right. All right, buddy. All right. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time on Supporting Siblings. We hope you enjoyed today's episode and invite you to share your stories and write to us at a not so typical at gmail.com or visit supportingsibs.transistor.fm and connect with us on all our socials.